Welcome to Indigenous Faith with Craig and LaDonna Smith. For the next 30 minutes, we invite you to join Craig and LaDonna as they open God's Word and help Indigenous followers of Jesus Christ learn how to live a biblically healthy life in the context of their culture and tribal traditions. Craig is a member of the White Earth Band of Ojibwe Indians from northern Minnesota and is an author, public speaker, and gospel singer. LaDonna is from the Navajo Nation from the American Southwest. She is also a gifted singer and writer and a deeply committed student of God's Word. Together, they have served Christ for over four decades in a ministry that has taken them to indigenous people all across North America and to a dozen countries around the world. Once again, thank you for joining us today for this week's edition of Indigenous Faith. And now, get ready to take a journey with Craig and LaDonna into God's Word to see what he has to say about living out an indigenous faith that helps us all live lives that please him and gives us power for victorious Christian living. Then he talks about, he says, let as many as are perfect or mature in Christ. So if we're mature in our faith in Christ, we should have the same attitude because he says, let as many as are perfect have this attitude. And if you have a different attitude, God will reveal that to you. And then he tells them to keep, you know, to, in verse 17, he says, Join in following my example and observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. So he's saying as a, as a spiritual leader, follow my example. Look at, what, what you, look at how I value things. Look at how I prioritize things in my life. And follow that example. And I think, you know, in, in our cases, you have your father and Tom Claus, and, and I have my dad and different ones that I've known through different missionaries and, and preachers. And that rich heritage you talked about. You have these people that have prioritized the gospel. And we are to follow that example as we go on because what he says here. For many walk, of whom I have often told you, and now tell you mm-hmm. even weeping, they're enemies of the cross of Christ. Mm-hmm. See, the, the cross of Christ is about salvation. It's about the gospel. It's about the things of, of knowing Jesus and being born again and being ready for the return of Christ, being ready for the resurrection and the rapture of the church. Amen. Being ready for death. Mm-hmm. So that's what he says. The cross of Christ yeah. is about that. But he says... But these people's end is destruction because their God is their appetite and their glo- and they glory in their shame and they set their minds on earthly things. And then we could go into a lot of examples mm. of that, but earthly things are our things that we, you know, society in this world will tell us that it's important who you are, your identity, your racial identity, and now there's other identities that are coming in there, gender identity, and where all these things cross paths, and you, you gain the super identity in who you are just in the flesh. But it says that's setting your mind on earthly things, because we're not about earthly things. We're not about who we are in the flesh. We're not about ultimately... It doesn't matter who we are in the flesh because when we stand before God and we, we're, we ha- we're around the throne of God, it talks about the time when uh, we'll say, you have redeemed us 
you are worthy because oh, you have yeah. redeemed us. And Amen. you have made us the God, kings and priests from every tribe, <laughs> tribe and tongue and people and nation. So our identity is as kings and priests of our God, Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, who has redeemed us out of all these tribes and tongues and people and nations. So that's our identity. So in, in, in Philippians 3.20, Paul says, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait to save mm. the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We will transform the body of our mm. humble state into conformity with the body of his glory. He has the power to put everything in the subjection to Jesus Christ. That's who we know. Amen. That's who. That's where we're citizens of. Amen. And so that identity far supersedes any fleshly identity, including tribal, racial, whatever, whatever else you want to say about that. Mm. And so that's where you know when when the the tribal thing is exalted, or um, there's a there's a great pride in in being uh, who you are in the flesh. That that's that's really uh, missing the identity of who we are. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like I know who I am in, in flesh. I know what I'm a member of the White Fish Lake First Nation. I know my cousins. I know my people. I know the people that I've been around throughout the years. In Canada and the United States, those are my people. I look at that. I understand that. I understand my connection to that. But I also understand that my connection is to the body, the, the brothers and sisters I have in Christ. And that's far above the other one. In Christ, That's I think that's the attitude we have to have. Yeah. And, and that... That identity we have with our brothers and sisters in Christ are those who are redeemed, like you just said, from every tribe, every language, every people, and every nation. We, we already have been elevated to a new level of living, a higher level of living. It's the highest level any human being can, can be offered, and that is living as members of the kingdom of God. And yes. in it, you know, we all, we all have our marching orders from the very same source, the authority of, of the scriptures, Randy, and uh, it's God's word that we, that's the largest issue in this debate. It's not really an issue of contextualism versus syncretism that is the issue. That's a byproduct, I think, of the deeper issue, and I talked, Vern and I had a deep conversation about that in our podcast, that the, the real issue is the authority of scripture in our life. Mm -hmm. Is scripture authoritative? And are we are we interpreting the Word of God accurately, in a way that God intended when He gave when the sole author God Himself, when the sole author uh, moved upon the scribes, the men He chose over fifteen hundred years in different areas, fishermen, doctors, uh, all kinds of different uh, noble people and and humble people, simple people, kings and. Uh, priests and, and uh, prophets and so on, a variety of people, but it was all a single voice, and that was the voice of God when He gave us His truth. So, uh, we're, as you know, as we're going to be teaching uh, our indigenous faith uh, material, the, the, we're going to be we're going to be saying we've got to understand what was God's original intent and what He was trying to the, to let the reader or listener understand and take away from his word we don't have we don't have the prerogative to in, let culture interpret the scriptures for us 
That's an inverted way of doing things. You know, culture does not have authority over the Word of God. The Word of God has ultimate universal authority over every human culture. So when you and I are now, we call ourselves brothers in the Lord, Evangeline, my sister, LaDonna, mm -hmm. your sister in the Lord, we are all in the family of God, we are all in the kingdom of God, and we all, whether it's here in North America or literally around the world, we've got some indigenous people around the world mm -hmm. who are accessing this podcast, and, and they're hearing that, hey, guess what? I am now family with Randy and Evangeline and Craig and LaDonna, and we're part of the family of God and the Word of God. We hold it high in our in our view of it as authoritative mm -hmm. and instructive for us because, you know, it, uh, we see that God uh, breathed on these men the words, the actual words that He wanted them to write. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if I approach it in any other way, uh, in terms trying to interpret things, I am doing a, uh, a mis uh, an injustice to the authority of the scriptures in my life. I'm letting myself say what I think the word should say for me, to me, and how he should, how we should do things mm -hmm. as, as native people. Culture has become more, it seems to me, uh, uh, cultural relevance is replacing biblical revelation in this, in this whole movement. And uh, our, our task, our goal, is to return people to the authority of the Word of God yeah. and let it, let it talk to us and tell us. And I Absolutely. hope, I hope yeah. there'll be those who will come that maybe have a different take on this and maybe lean more toward that other, uh, what I would call more the redeeming of culture teaching. But ultimately, I pray that they will come away from our event with a deeper understanding of the authority of the Word of God. And then a and, and, that, and uh, the importance, I guess, of, mm -hmm. of, of like the relative importance of of scripture. Like, mm. if you think of what Peter said when he's he's telling the the people scattered around, uh, you know, the Asia there, he tells them that to fix their hope completely <laughs> on the grace that yes. is going to be brought to you at the Amen. revelation of Jesus Amen. Christ. Amen. So it's not, you know have this other thing that that's important to you and you know there's there's i don't know if i'm making this saying this the way i want it but there's this there's this elevation of culture mm -hmm. that seems by by comparison so inadequate to mm -hmm. the idea of the grace that's going to be brought to us at the revelation of Jesus Christ. <laughs> and later in that in that in that first Peter one it talks about um, I don't know exactly but it says something like you were not redeemed with yes. perishable things like gold mm -hmm. or silver from your futile way of life mm -hmm. inherited from your forefathers. Mm -hmm. And I always wow. think of that I think it's yes. just uh, your your vain tradition it says in another one. Or the, the futile things that you thought were important. You hmm. so you're you're going through these things and you're trying your faith and you your faith is coming out of that of that trial and it's intact and you're you're still trusting in God like we said before. That's more valuable than gold which perishes perishes. Hmm. Because you weren't redeemed with something like silver or gold. You hmm. were redeemed with Jesus' blood. Hmm. And so there's a there's a thing that you begin to see this more uh, 
I think as we as we follow the Lord, as we mature in the faith, that these things that <clears throat> that seem important at, at some point in our life just fade. Mm. And uh, I I hope that comes through in, in uh, when I'm sharing this because mm-hmm. that affects this idea of elevating culture and elevating mm-hmm. um, different aspects of of tradition you know because tradition is fine if it's something that that you know we can we can look favorably on like you know the things that i grew up with i grew up in a remote area where there was trapping and hunting and uh there was a lot of wilderness there was a lot of woods you know i grew up trapping muskrats and stuff like that (laughs) i look back on that and they go that was that was that was interesting that was fun that was that was uh, a part of my life, but it means nothing because that those type of things only establish where we came from. I, I, I think I think now you're going to have to throw in that uh, classic song "Muskrat Love" as you. Uh, <laughs> Is that Captain into Neil or something? <laughs> Muskrat Love. Anyway, I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, I think Randy. I'm, uh, I'm starting to ramble, so I'm going to oh, kind of shut well, that down. But you know, just that thought that that we are not redeemed mm, with, with perishable things. Mm-hmm. We were, and we're, or empty traditions. Mm-hmm. That, you know, empty tradition is anything that doesn't have Christ in it. That mm-hmm. doesn't have the Lord Jesus Christ at the center of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's why I I value what indigenous faith is bringing forward because it's focusing on the gospel message itself mm-hmm. when that man pulled over I, I keep thinking of that that story there was this guy my dad was working in a field uh stooking uh hay and this man pulled up in a car he walked across the field to my dad and a couple of other guys and began to witness him witness to him tell him of the, the gospel. He witnessed to my dad for three hours. And my dad re- accepted the Lord was like 17 or 18 years old. And I just think, well, you know, if that guy hadn't pulled his car over because the Lord, the Spirit of God told him to, and he wasn't mm. obedient, a lot of things might have been different. Mm. But he did. He was obedient to the Lord and he took the time to share the gospel. And, and then now my dad is 88 years old, so wow. he's been preaching he's for 70 there. years. Mm. Uh, isn't that right? No, 60 years. Um, <clears throat> he's been preaching since he ter- became a Christian. Hmm. And and the people impacted by that for eternity. Amen. It's mind-boggling. Mm. And then the generations after him, like uh, through Ken and through myself and Mm-hmm. different ones that he has impacted and taught and and, and uh, uh, taught, taught how to preach and taught doctrine too over the years. There's been so many and I just think, you know, it just starts with that, that one message of the gospel and, and uh, it just it just multiplies over years. And so we when we when we share the gospel, we had to redeem that time for the word of God. And for the truth of the word of God, Amen. That has to be the that that has to be the focus. Mm. You know, Randy, I'm thinking about the man who took that time for your dad, and mm-hmm. um, 
you know, he no doubt he probably doesn't even know the generations after that by his faithfulness of, of pulling aside and spending those three hours with your daddy. The investment there of being obedient to the Lord, that is just a wonderful, wonderful truth of the word that, you know, some will sow and mm-hmm. uh, the Lord will... Uh, the others others plant, will wa- water. Water, and the Lord gives the increase. Mm-hmm. How wonderful yeah, it is right. to know that it's all, it's His work. and But we're to, to be obedient and do what He's asking us to do, just like that man did. And, you know, I, my concern, too, is... Um, I was just reading here in a new Gallup poll last week, alarming and glaring issues were again exposed. First, fewer people think the Bible is actually and literally God's Word. Just 20% now believe the Bible is the literal Word of God, which is a decrease of 30% since 2011. You know, we're living in perilous times. 2011. So, wow, you know, we years. see we see how, you know, the Lord is coming. I mean, there's a lot of deception. It was it was shared in the word to the churches way back then, and it's still admonition to us today to hold high the scripture, the, the high view of scripture and to share yeah. the gospel message. That's mm-hmm. our job. We're not to live down here and become attached to it here. And that and that's what we're going to be doing together, brother Amen. and sister, in just a few days away from now, and uh, we're excited about it. Actually, in fact, uh, we we have had such a wonderful discussion with you. I know we're going to be getting three different episodes out of this. So, as people are listening to us in this episode, I'd have to say this: over the past few days, we have just finished speaking all these things because. This third podcast will will launch uh, the day our conference ends on the 13th of August. So, hey, if you weren't there, you missed an amazing thing. <laughs> and, and, uh, but, you know, I mean, uh, you know, the, uh, the time has just flown with you guys. And we, again, want to thank you so much yes. for your thank willingness you. to visit with us in advance of the event. Uh, I know I'll be sharing with the uh, those who are assembled that I'm not giving six different messages. I have one huge message broken into six chunks, and I I know I can also say there are there are three different ministry entities that are ministering to you at this conference. Uh, Ladon and I, and Dr. Charette, and you guys, and. Uh, Yet, there, though there are three, it really is one. It's one voice speaking in unity and heart together. We yeah. are in agreement on these things, and, and that's wonderful. And uh, I, 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 think, I think God is going to take it and use it for His honor and glory, and we will, we will see fruit from it that will reach beyond our expectation, I believe. Uh, because not only is this relevant for our indigenous people in North, North America, but like I said, interest is growing in uh, uh, among missionaries in other parts of the world, working with indigenous people who are coming out of animism there. And uh, as we're done with this event now, and, and we're going to be getting these uh, sessions, we will be videoing the teaching materials and so on. And, uh, you know, we'll be making it available, actually, as Lord willing, downloadable files that uh, can be accessed all around the world and used to train uh, indigenous believers in, in faith and the power and the authority of the scriptures. And we hold it high. And uh, we know that as we share together as a team, as a ministry team, God's going to use Dr. Charette, 
you and Evangeline, Ladan and I, in a, in a unified voice that is going to uh, carry the truth and the authority of the scriptures and the power of the gospel to uh, uh, not only those in the room, but those who will access it from here and beyond. So again, thank you guys, not only for your time now, but for your willingness to come and, and serve with us in these uh, past few days at our Indigenous Faith Conference. And I want to just... for including us in that. Oh. <laughs> it's been a joy. Yeah. It thank bet. you so much. That's right. We're uh, we're one in heart and soul, and and uh, we beat and sink uh, over these issues. And it'd be a joy. We're looking forward to these times together. And uh, man, I, I'm confusing the listener now. They're saying, "Well, is this be, is this done or is it starting?" Isn't it? <laughs> so I better just shut up and uh, Sorry, let it go from up. that. You know, we'll, we'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, I I love to hear uh, my beloved wife. Uh, she is a prayer warrior, so I'm going to ask LaDonna if, if she would take us out of uh, these uh, this uh, three-part series with you guys and pray that God will take what has already been shared in, in these past few days at the Indigenous Faith Conference and use it to impact people's lives not only here but literally around the world. Honey, would you do that for us? I would be happy to. Lord, we, we're always so blessed to be able to come to you at any time, any time of the day or night. Lord, that prayer is such an important part of a believer's life. It is our connection to you through the only mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. And so we come to you thanking you with great praise that you are only worthy of, Lord. You are worthy of all our praise and all our thanksgiving and all our rejoicing and all that we live our life, everything, our whole body, soul, and spirit, Lord, we were created by you and for you. And Lord, I, I thank you that you give us what we need to keep pressing on toward the goal. Because Lord, just as we talked about today, that um, Philippians, not that we've already attained it, or we're already perfect, but we're pressing on, pressing on together as your people, to lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. How wonderful, how wonderful that you laid hold on our lives. You brought us through these tough times. You've given us life, and you've given us it abundantly. And thank you for your word. It is our joy, it is our life, it is our breath, it feeds our spirit, and we're so thankful, Lord. We it helps us to live a higher a higher living than down here. It's it's totally different, and yet you've allowed us to stay down here and proclaim the precious gospel message. So, Lord, we ask that you would just use, Lord, this interview with our dear brother and sister, Lord, for your glory and your honor, Lord. And again, we pray ahead for. The Indigenous Faith Conference, and whoever you're going to be bringing, Lord, bring the ones you want to be there, please, Lord, for your glory and your honor, and we give thanks to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you, listeners, for joining us again on this weekly edition of Indigenous Faith with Craig and LaDonna Smith. We're delighted to have you here, and again, Randy and Evangeline, thank you guys for just taking this time to visit with us and our listeners, and Pray God's blessing upon you. As we as we end, Randy, how how can uh, 
interested folk get a hold to, uh, of you guys, you know, website or information that can direct them to, uh, to you to consider maybe even opportunities for ministry or whatever? Yeah, if you go to our website, it's www.livingstone.band, B-A-N-D. And then also, we're on Facebook. Uh, we haven't posted a lot, but if you look for Livingstone uh, on Facebook, you can find some of our videos there that we put, uh, you know, we put up a, a, a little while back. We haven't uh, okay. we haven't posted it a little bit, but Evangeline also posts a lot of things on Facebook and uh, you, know, you know I call her the Facebook I call her the Facebook comedian. She is hilarious. Oh her posts. <laughs> I don't know where you get this uh, Evangeline, but uh, keep them coming is because that your mama or your dad's our day. site. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what's funny about it is that um, I I I kind of wake up. <clears throat> a little sad in the morning and so i i try to make myself laugh and if something makes me laugh then i'll post it <laughs> <laughs> well you i don't know who you're connected with but you got some good material there <laughs> like i say keep What's them coming the yeah <laughs> anyway well okay we um we're done and uh thanks again listeners and we'll see you next week on the next edition of indigenous faith god bless you stay tuned bye Thank you for joining Craig and LaDonna Smith and the Indigenous Faith Podcast. We trust today's episode has been an encouragement to you and helpful to you as you grow in faith as a follower of Jesus Christ. You can subscribe to this weekly broadcast and receive notifications when the next episodes are available. Simply follow the prompts on the tribalrescue.com website or the podcast platform you're using to sign up today. Don't forget to visit the Smiths website, tribalrescue.com, to learn more about the Smiths and Tribal Rescue Ministries. Be sure to visit their online store, where you can find more indigenous faith resources, including Craig's six-part DVD video series, and his six-part audio CD version of the same teaching. Also, Craig takes you deeper into the scriptures in his recently released Indigenous Faith paperback book, which will help you learn the secrets to a strong indigenous faith. All these resources, and other great books authored by Craig and LaDonna, can be accessed at their online store when you visit tribalrescue.com. The Smiths are dependent on the financial support of those who are benefiting from their teaching, preaching, and music ministry. Craig and LaDonna would like to ask you to consider supporting this ministry through your online giving, which you can easily and safely do on the tribalrescue.com website as well. You can also make your gift recurring if you so desire. If you'd like to support Craig and Madonna, it will help them keep this podcast on the air, help them produce more books and resources, and enable them to continue sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ among people groups around the world. We'll see you next week, dear friends, on another edition of the Indigenous Faith Podcast. Until then, may the Lord richly bless you as you live out your own God-honoring, and biblically-based, Indigenous faith.